You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 241 of the KB Mod podcast. It is July 3rd, 2016. And, uh,. It's we've got a good cast for you today. We have uh, a very special guest, somebody that hasn't been on in a bit. That's right. Oh, that's me, Nick Fenton. Nick, hey, hey, hey. what's going on? Nice <laughs> to be here. <laughs> are you are you recreating your uh, your bag lady conversation from earlier Shut today? Up. You Stop! You can't about... bring that up now. Not now. Oh. Wait, what is this? Oh. Shut up! No, it didn't happen. Okay. Anyway. If Nick wants to share it, he can share it. But he told me he had an experience with a bag lady at. The I started store. in front of the bag lady at the grocery store today. Did she look like, at you weird, or was she? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. So nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. We all get stage fright occasionally. There's a little bit to be ashamed of. Yeah. Get stage fright at the grocery store. Yeah. Where it's not a stage. <laughs> yeah. Life is a stage, though. Life is. It's it can be tough, Jaden. But it's good to have Nick on the on the cast. Brandon is uh, at RTX this weekend, so that is why he is not here. You know, Brandon always a stickler for uh, attendance on the podcast. He's missed two episodes. I mean, again, to be fair, weddings and like actual events, but missed, missed quite a few. Yeah, he, we might. Uh, I don't know. A lot of uh, absentees lately, so we'll uh, we'll have to see. But uh, Brad, you're here as well. KD, of course. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing this week? That's doing pretty well. Yeah, trying to uh, manage my mic enough to where fireworks don't pick up okay. in the background. Yes, yeah. You're. Uh, you said your neighbors, who you and your family really uh, have enjoyed over the years. Oh yes, setting those Just off. I believe you called them uh, drunks. I think. Yes, in the pre-show, they're, they're perpetually drunk all yeah. the time. Okay. Uh, I said before the cast uh, one time they called the police uh, when we were kids. Like I was with a bunch of kids playing in the front yard. And they called the police, mm. saying that we stole a light bulb out of their porch light. Wow. So that was a great evening. There was one time wow. when I was cutting the grass in the backyard. And uh, I'll admit, I cut a little less than I should have. But he, the neighbor, intentionally did not cut that little, small, like, about four inches wide line of grass. And just left it there to be overgrown. Mm. So, so why did you do it? Great people. <laughs> it was an honest mistake, but you know maybe he could just move his more over to the bed, and you know. So some it, real, no, some real petty shit well. between the two families have have go- well, not mostly oh, mostly constant. on their end. It sounds like constant. Okay, yeah. So they're setting well, off fireworks. I want right to know mm. what you did with the light bulb. Yeah, where did I you didn't put touch it? the fucking light bulb? Where did you put no, it? No, you, you do it, you piece it. of shit. I didn't stick it. <laughs> I, I swear, oh, I did not take the light bulb. As appealing as it was, yeah. I, like, I mean, I, I don't know what if we can take the word of somebody who's watched a couple have sex in the park with his friends, but okay. I mean, sorry, what? <laughs> you what you missed that? No, 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 no. That's not coming back. Oh man. No. Let's just say Katie this told is a story. My bag lady. Yeah, th- let's just say let's Katie just told a story about being going just to hang in the park with his friends on like one afternoon, and they ended up uh, just like I, just they ended up catching a couple having sex, and he talked about oh, it like right. it was super normal, and I was just. I guess in Indiana it probably was normal. I, we just thought it was in crazy. Indiana. There's just constant rampant <laughs> sex and murder. <laughs> oh well, I don't about oh. the murder, but um, <laughs> it's not coming back like that guy did. To the hey, oh, okay, oh, that was good. But um, all right. Well, we had a little bit of homework, which which we should discuss here. I, I want to do this while this is fresh in yes. my mouth and in my mind. 
Um, <laughs> and I know two of us did the assignment. Brad was unable to, to complete the assignment because he has no fast food around where he lives in Bumblefuck Nowhere, apparently. Right, Brad? Is that, is that your address? <laughs> One, two, three, Bumblefuck Bumble. Nowhere. Bumblefuck. Bumblefuck, yes. Yep. Um... <laughs> But uh, so we had talked about one of the news stories we talked about was Burger King released the Mac and Cheetos uh, <laughs> delight um, for yes. I don't know I think it was what does it end up being it's not a, called a delight is it No it's not called a delight no. but it's it's <laughs> it's just uh, some special that they're running and I guess testing out and I had originally thought that it was it was only on the West Coast according to the article but yeah Katie Zen you confirmed that you had thought you, you you had seen it and yeah it was it's all over the place so I guess they went national oh, with yeah. this little thing. And if you haven't seen it or don't know what it is, it's uh, you know it's basically like a spin. It looks like a mozzarella stick, but instead of obviously mozzarella, it's got mac and cheese inside, and on the outside, it's basically just a Cheeto. <laughs> and okay, so Katie, you can go first. So you tried it first. You tried it pretty quick yeah. actually after we talked. Yeah, about I it. actually I got some the morning after the okay. last podcast. Okay. The morning uh, after. <laughs> Hold on. The morning you after. The, you got the shit for breakfast. <laughs> Basically, amazing. yeah, I got it on the way to class, which is like noon. So it was yeah. probably it was my brunch, but uh, no, it was they're two dollars and fifty cents. They come in a little box of about five, mm-hmm. and uh, God. I remember I wasn't really disgusted. What were you, were you, okay, were you expecting, like, were you, what were your, antis- I guess, what were your expectations of what you're about to eat? I I think I got exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting mm-hmm. uh, just some Cheeto, like, I was hoping there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, cheese flavor, like, they were really overdoing it, because, mm-hmm. you know, Cheetos are cheesy, but I felt like the, the Cheeto outside really didn't have a lot of cheese. Okay. I thought the mac and cheese, if I just got that by itself, wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I didn't think it was. It tasted exactly how I expected. I don't think I'll ever get it a, a second time. But uh, it didn't. I don't think it tasted terrible. Okay, okay. Before we move on to Scott, yeah, a zero out of ten. What would you? Yeah, think? that's that's a good question. Uh like a six or a seven. Oh, okay, okay. Katie Zen has this thing where <laughs> this is like what? your summer review. You have this thing you do where you like talk about not really liking something that much, but then you rate it way higher than I would ever expect. Like a six or a seven is pretty listen, solid. To okay, me. no, you should ask me how to rate out of five because listen, I'm about to go on a rant. Oh, okay. the ten scale. Okay. Oh, hold on, oh. firework. <laughs> okay, the uh, <laughs> the ten scale is so bad. Yeah, uh, you've got ten, which is perfect, which right. is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Nine's really good. Eight's good. Seven's okay. Six is bad. Five is bad. Four, three, two, and one are all bad. It sucks. Let's do the five scale. Okay. I would give them a three out of five. They're not terrible. I didn't think they were bad, but it's not something I'd ever get again. Boom. Okay. okay. You got five. Listen, you can't rate stuff a ten because then you have all this like, oh, wow, they, they gave that game a, a ten. That must be the shit. When you can give something a five, and it's like, okay, that was pretty damn good. And you can, you know, excuse minor problems. Or, like, say, in something, mm. like, they'll give it a 9.5 or a 9.75 in, like, shitty Game Informer. And it's yeah, like, to me, then, though, I agree with chat. Why wouldn't you just pick a 5? Like, a 5 out of 10 is, is it's average. Like, it, it didn't offend you. It wasn't horrible. If that's how people's systems work. But yeah. Never. But, yeah, the 5 scale is universally that way. The 10 scale, you've got the, those people who think I see what 5 you're saying. is okay. And you've got people that go by, like, the grading system. Okay. But five, I think, listen, if you see something that's a six out of ten, okay. you're probably not going to try it. But if you see something that's a three out of five, you'll be like, okay, I, I think I'm, I'm, I have more tendency 
to try this. I think I've lived my life that a six out of ten is pretty exceptional for me, and I would probably <laughs> try it. But um, okay, all right. So you're saying six out of ten, seven out of ten for you, it would be three out of five on the five scale, though. Somewhere around that. Okay. Yeah. I'd all say. right. So I I didn't really go in. I don't know what I went in expecting. I kind of got what I expected. I wasn't super enamored with the idea just in the sense that I didn't know how the mac and cheese was going to mix with the Cheeto. And um, they made me – so I'm going to tell – okay. So I tried to get these last night. Obviously, uh, we're recording this on a Sunday. I tried to get these Saturday night, and I I made a couple of mistakes. The first mistake I made was ever believing that anybody at Burger King could competently put an order together. That was my first mistake. Yeah. I know that sounds super – but – so I didn't. So I get there. I go to. I, I go there. I ordered that, and I ordered. Um, uh, I, I got a sandwich as well. I got a Whopper, which was separate. But I didn't order that many items, and it was a very. It was a pretty simple order. And I was asked because I guess it was a little bit late when I went. They were. Uh, they told me to pull forward like they do sometimes at fast food places because they were going to make me a fresh batch. Okay, and I was like, that's nice. You know. Okay, they probably don't have any ready. Whatever. I'll wait here. I'll sit. So I sat. I waited for five minutes. A little more than five minutes for my food. And uh, the girl was very pleasant when I had talked to her at the drive-thru. She seemed like she knew what she was doing. I, I, I detected integrity in her voice. She told me that she would also – I had asked for additional – I had asked for some ketchup, some napkins, uh, some salt and pepper. And she was like, yes, I'll put all that in the bag. And, you know, I God, figure when they needy. ask you to – when they I know I am. But when they ask you to salt pull forward – when they ask you to pull forward, what the, yeah, what the fuck? At a Burger gonna... King? Okay, oh listen. Maybe my ex is the person that gets a little paper package yeah. of salt and pepper. What the fuck? Are you eighty? I am. Maybe my expectations uh, are too high. Okay. You disgust me. <sighs> okay. So anyway, I pull forward. I wait for my food. She comes out. She hands it to me. I make the the, the mistake I make is trusting in anybody because I didn't look into the back to check my order. But I figured there weren't that many items. It's pretty simple. Like, I just pulled off. I wasn't really thinking about it. You know, happy that I had gotten my mac and Cheetos and my sandwich. So I pull off, and I, I come home, and I don't check the bag until I get back. And what do I do? I open the bag, and I look down, and I see French fries. Hmm. I didn't oh, order French no. fries. And I'm like, okay. But maybe they, maybe they just gave me French fries and also put in the mac and Cheetos. Nope. No mac and Cheetos in the bag. The sole reason that I actually fuck? went, no mac and Cheetos. And I'm not going to lie. I was super livid to the point where my girlfriend <laughs> literally had to calm me down. She's like, I, li- I said I said this. I said, if I ever see that bitch again, like I lost it. I fucking lost it. I was, I don't know why. I was so incensed because I put trust in this woman to get a simp. Like she seemed so genuine. And I. And my girlfriend literally, like, she was like, it's just, she's like, you can get them tomorrow. I was like, that's not the point. She betrayed oh, my I trust. <laughs> like, what was I going to do? I just went full nuclear. I was really frustrated. And um, so anyway, that was my first attempt. And I, I mean, it's the, the cardinal sin that you don't check your bag. You know what I mean? Before you like, leave. Before yeah. you leave. Like, that's, that's on me. I, I get that. I understand it. But um, but it's true. I ate the Whopper. Of course, I ate the Whopper and I calmed down. But still, <laughs> I was very disappointed. And, uh, and especially because, like, I had paid for them and they weren't even in the bag. So anyway, um, I was actually at Nikon's. As Nick, I was told this, Nick, I was grilling out. We were grilling steaks with uh, Nikon Punch tonight. And um, as I was on my way back, they actually have a Burger King near them. So I stopped. And they made me – I'm sorry. I know this was all supposed to be what my fucking review is, but I had to get background. 
Uh, so they made me a fresh batch. Again, I waited. And this time I only ordered one item, so there was no way they could possibly come out and not give me what I ordered. And they didn't. They gave me the mac and Cheetos, and they were fresh. I let them cool down a little bit. And then I tried them, and I was – Katie's on, I pretty much agree with you. I, I was pretty – they were okay. They weren't the worst thing I've ever had, but they definitely aren't something I would ever order again. So to me, if you're a fast food place, though, that's a Are failure, right? Compared to those loaded Doritos from Seven <sighs> Eleven. Oh my god! You know those what? Those are so bad. Dorito. The loaded Doritos. Yeah, I didn't really like the loaded. I the, probably again. If I okay, this is what I actually said when I was eating them. If I was fucking hammered right now, which is. Again, I know that that could go for, like, any food. I mean, yeah, it's basically just nacho cheese right. in, like, a fried shell thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if I was if I was hammered or whatever, like, I'm sure that I probably would have enjoyed it more. But but sober, same thing with, like, the loaded like the loaded uh, Doritos or whatever that you're saying. Like, I, I don't really like them that much. So, I agree with Katie. I, I would say maybe, for me, a 5 out of 10 on the 10 scale. And it would be a 2 out of 5, though. If we were on the five scale, oh, okay, because okay. um, they just weren't really. I, it was kind of honestly, it was a little off putting. Like the Cheetos flavor, at least on mine, were pretty pronounced. Mixed with the mac and cheese, which tastes like mac and cheese. If you ever had like KFC mac and cheese or Boston Market mac and cheese, mm, and, which is yeah. like, it's not like horrible, but it's clearly like fast food. So mac and cheese. What's in a loaded Dorito? Um, just cheese, just cheese. It's like yeah, cheese. It's a triangle. It's like a mozzarella cheese. stick. But instead, it's like Doritos. Huh. Yeah. I didn't... Okay, I don't know. Okay. I, maybe those are okay, like, su- super fresh or super made. I feel like I always got the ones that were, like, had been sitting there Is whenever I tried Is super fresh them. an option when you're getting something that has to be heated <laughs> That's probably not an option. Super fresh. Yeah. I went to yeah. a steak and shake one time, and uh, yeah, I was like with it. someone who... A steak and shake. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was... No, but uh, I was with someone who I'd never went there before. With that person, they were like, they ordered a milkshake, and I was like, yeah, can I get that with real ice cream? And the waitress was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I think, like, wait, what? you have to ask for real ice cream? This is that steak and shake? Yeah. Hmm. Like, what are they using? Yeah. Like, oh, we use some kind of solution. I was like, shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what you're, do you think you're getting real ice cream at fast food places, though? Because you're you're getting that fake. It's the same shit. You're getting whatever fake. Well, if that's the case, then I'm glad they have the option for Actual ice cream. You've been getting the fake shit this entire time. You know what? You know why? Because you get what you are. Oh, damn that fake shit. Damn. 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 Uh, Roasted. Wow. Bruh. Oh my goodness. But yeah. So anyway, for the people, I know there's a lot of there was you like James in the UK, um, one of our viewers and listeners. Uh, like James, you're not missing anything, uh, right, Katie? Would you say like they're not? I, I don't think they're missing anything. No, you can go your whole life without having a mac and cheeto and, and, and be you fine. Can, you can die pretty happy. I honestly think I probably would have liked it better if it was like a proper mozzarella. Because, God, I've talked to – I love mozzarella sticks. So Oh, yeah. I think if it had the were... the Cheeto layer on the outside with mozzarella, I think it probably would have been better. To, I, it, just was, it didn't really mix well oh, yeah. with the mac and cheese. It was just – If, if the they texture. made jumbo mac and Cheetos that were like four times the, – the, like, <laughs> no, not like that big. Just like the size of mozzarella yeah, sticks. Sure. Like really pump in some mac and cheese mm-hmm. in there. That would be delicious. Instead of trying to make some fake-ass Cheetos. Yeah. Like – yeah so small but uh yeah i would man so not so yeah so not so not fantastic like not horrible like you could eat them and i'm sure enjoy them and again if if you were hammered or otherwise um influenced uh, well let's get some mac and cheeto (laughs) yeah i could totally see that that being a situation like uh what was what was the uh what's the place that totally buys into like basically 
people being high as fuck. Was that Jack in the Box that did their like high high menu? Oh yeah, they do the munchy meals. The munchies, the munchy yeah, meals. the munchy meals, and it truly is like you look at the combinations, and you know it's just for people that are super. <laughs> Those fucking are the high. shit though. Yeah, <laughs> Brad eats them sober and feels fine. Dude, <laughs> loves yeah, Jack in the Box is solid. So One just like really started up next to me, and that's pretty good. Is it solid? I don't. Yeah, I never really. I, got, uh, I only like one thing, and it's they from the a, Munchy Meal. There's a good variety, but I don't know if I would call it solid. Yeah. All I got was the like the double like whatever the the value. It says like jumbo in the title, whatever that is in the value. <laughs> the yeah, I don't know the jumbo stack or something yeah. like that. But uh, never... that and then mm. I had a ten piece chicken nugget, and it was there was it was all right. Okay, it tasted pretty. I will good. I will tell you if I so I haven't gone. I haven't ate fast food in a while, so if I went back, it might be really gross for all I know. But I used to yeah. eat a lot of fast food because I lived near a lot of it. Um, I used to eat this thing called the chicken tater melt munchy meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do tell. Please do tell. Okay. So, <laughs> chicken tater melt. A Jesus. buttery croissant topped with crispy chicken, bacon, hash browns, smothered in ooey gooey blend of three cheeses oh, and ranch ooey sauce. Gooey. The Shit. word's ooey gooey. Fuck wow. no. Wow. <laughs> Two regular tacos, half sea fries, and a fountain drink. All for six bucks. Wow. You know what? But I mean that's the that's the only thing I like though. That's that's what I'd go back for. Uh, okay. Well a lot of people like Jack in the Box because they always talk about the two tacos for a dollar, like super late. The tacos are trash. And the ta- I know, they that's what trash. I'm saying. But I think people grew up with them and then grew up, you know, like as their <laughs> And so that's the only way I can attribute to that because I agree. Like not growing up in that area, to it's me, okay. the tacos were terrible. I didn't. I never got it. I, so, I thought they were. Awesome. So mine like, taco, was tacos. Don't need to be cheaper. They're already cheap anyway. Yeah. So my jack of the box would put everything in the taco, lettuce and everything, and would deep fry the whole. Oh my fucking! Oh Lord. my god! <laughs> wow. It was so gross. <laughs> so Anyways. yeah. Anyway, this I know this always becomes the food cast, but. I did want to, to talk about that. So, yeah, anyway, the I guess the summary is, pass. yeah, ver, pass. Yeah, overall pass. Like, I was glad I that I tried them so that I wasn't wondering, but I, w- I, did, I would never order them again. So, like, my whole point was, though, that if you're a fast food chain, that has to be a failure, right? If we're reviewing it as never try it again. Like, I, like I'm sure if it was, like, if they were taking off, they would maybe make it a permanent fixture. Who knows? Well, like clearly, though, does with certain you know, things. the winner out of this is Burger King because they got both of you to go in. Well, well sure. Scott twice. Yeah, they got – well, they yeah, yeah they, they got me to buy it twice and only actually got my product once. So, yeah, they're they're living high off my $2.66 or whatever the fuck they charged me. <laughs> I'm still mad about it, but it's all right. If I ever see Teresa again, that bitch is dead. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't think I could muster the courage to say that I want the Cheeto – the Mac and Cheetos. <laughs> what, does that give you anxiety person? to even say that? To somebody? I, I don't think I could. No, well, that's not true. I go to I go to Taco Bell all the time and yeah, say stupid shit. Yeah, but you're you're comfortable with Taco Bell. You're you, you don't. I mean, you probably that's, don't eat a Burger King home. very often. So I yeah. can't think of the last time I went to a Burger King. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're, you're probably saving yourself. Trouble. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm boycotting Burger King after that experience on Saturday night. I'm over it. Never again. I'm sure that my my non patronage will really take down that nefarious fast food organization um Man, they were doing uh 10 piece chicken nuggets for a dollar 50 that was like immediate so, mm-hmm. so my brother figured out a system of that where he would buy 50 chicken nuggets and eat them. <laughs> oh my in one Holy sitting he would eat shit. 50 that's like orb levels that's insane yeah, what the fuck what what is wow. his like what is his insides like he must dude he must have 
I can't imagine that coming out the other end. 50? Like, 10 will destroy me. I can't imagine 50. Just like the... What your body does with 10 will destroy you? I could do 10 easy. No, I'm saying I could eat 10, but like... I would say I'm going to tap... I would tap out somewhere in the 16 to 18 range. Yeah. That's how many nuggets I can put down my gullet. Yeah. I I don't know, like... um... For some reason, certain like I just remember the last. I, I don't really get sh- like get stuff from Burger King normally anyway. But the last time I had nuggets, they just again it could just be this Burger King I go to. They could literally be just doing all kinds of things to my food. Maybe they have me marked or something. They don't like me, but it destroyed me. <laughs> the last marked time. one. <laughs> yeah, that um, guy from the old grocery who like say hey what's up APL and you uh, t- you ignored him. He's working at the Burger oh, King. Oh God, now. you're right. When when we were oh God, I forgot about oh that. the Target guy. Yeah, yeah. Got from Target. That's awkward. I hope not. I hope he's not. Uh... No, that would mean he followed me from fucking California. Because that was in <laughs> yeah. California when that happened. That's it's obsessed. That's, that's yeah, exactly. Nuts. You wouldn't think that he would do that. But oh, no. he would, and that's why he'll get the jump on you. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. Um, all right. Well, I, now that we've discussed the Mac and Cheetos available at Burger King, this has just been a giant... Wait wait till I actually reveal that we're actually sponsored by Burger King for this entire segment. <laughs> but we're not, unfortunately. That would have been nice. But um what have we been what have we been playing? Nick, we're gonna start with you because you haven't been on the cast in a bit, so are you playing video games? And if you are I mean not to any like any regular amount. Yeah. But when you do engage, what do you play? Um I mean I've played Overwatch within the past month and I've played Mirror's Edge within the past month. Mm. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Um. Wait. Uh, I downloaded I... Slither on my phone and I played two rounds <laughs> and then I closed it. Um. What else? I think that's pretty much it. Fuck video games as a medium. Okay. So with Mirror's Edge, though, I know you're a huge fan of the of the fra- of the series or franchise. What What do you think of the current game? It's like the same. <laughs> it's like the same. It's funny because all the parts of the of the sequel that are improvements are also still the weakest parts. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, the complaints from the first one was, like, the story is weak and the combat's weak. And, like, mm-hmm. the story and combat are a little bit better, but they're still not very good. Um, gotcha. Characters are not very strong. Uh, and actually, it's not even a sequel. It's They rebooted it. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. It's a reboot. Oh, so, like, the, whole, like or, the whole origin thing, story, really. it's, like... Yeah, it's weird. I found out like hours into it, like they, you hear a different story about like her sister, and it's completely different from the first game, where you're trying to rescue her. But, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's like buy it on a sale if you like the first one. Okay. That's and what, what was so the other... I went to your oh, yeah. I went to your Steam to go sh- shit post on it, Nick. <laughs> um, I I oh. saw you had a. Uh... Lawbreakers played. How is that? Mm. Have you? I've barely played it, so I can't even give like a, a legitimate oh, impression really? on okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, yeah, I think I accidentally left it open one day, so I probably have like twenty hours logged on Lawbreakers. But <laughs> so good. Okay. Are they doing a open beta or a closed beta? Or... Uh, I want to say it's like it, it's yeah, <sighs> it, it's getting close to probably open beta. Getting the next few months, maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, what about you, Katie? What did you play uh, play this week? Uh, I played some junk. I played one indie game, which is on sale for $1.50. Criminally cheap. 
Uh, I just blew through it start to finish. Mm-hmm. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, yeah. If any of you played that. Nick always talked about that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a single-player co-op game. It's uh, like you played through brothers, one player is one stick. Or like one brother is one stick, the other is uh, like the right stick. Yeah. And uh, it's like... It's hard to talk about that spoiling, but it's just... It's something that can only be done in a video game. There's like one moment towards the end, which like... If you played it, you know the one moment, which is just like... This is the shit. So if you... Uh, it's only two, three hours long. Really, really good for, you know, if you still something to blow through. But uh, yeah, definitely get that. Uh, I played Golf with Your Friends which a bu- with a bunch of uh, KB Mod people. That's a meme game, uh, A couple game, nights right? ago. It's that's a meme game. Kid, that's what the kids are playing. Yes. Kids that want to get fucking upset at the collision. <laughs> and when your golf ball is uh, an egg or like a cone, it's very frustrating. Uh, but also very fun. I, I thought you were going to stop and say for the kids that want to get fucked. I really mean <laughs> continue. For all these kids that want to get yeah, fucked. Yeah, get on there. Lots of predators <laughs> yeah, on, uh, game, on this game. Good lord. No. Okay. Yeah. You should play that with people. Uh, make, watch yeah. out for our server, uh, Trump2016. That's uh, what <laughs> we're playing on. That's your server? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, I played some more Enter the Gungeon, which was gifted to me by a, a dear friend but uh, I haven't gotten too far in that I've only played like an hour or two who's the but, dear uh, friend uh, his name's Ferenc what's her pussy taste like uh omitted wow um, so not good anyway okay. yeah that's one right. way to describe it yeah <laughs> but no that game's really fun it's uh it's super super well polished and uh yeah music's good sounds good get that uh and then um the System Shock is, or System Shock is getting like a remaster Kickstarter of the first game being remade in Unity, and the pre-alpha for it you can play on Steam for free, and that that that's really really promising. It's uh, like seeing it with the comparisons, like the original System Shock. It's uh, I believe it's got like original devs working on it, but uh, yeah, it's it's I heard, when you hear it's in Unity, like some flags go up, but. Uh, for what they did, it's really impressive. I still think the combat needs work, but uh, yeah, it, it's free on Steam. Play it, and I'm—I think I'm gonna. Hmm, I don't know. I know I'm gonna support the Kickstarter, but uh, it's, it'll be the first Kickstarter I ever supported. But I'm not sure how much I want to give. I part of me wants the Steelbook, but I don't want to wait three years to get it. System well, Shock seems about... nice, but like, why? Why would you completely rip off Bioshock like that? It's just completely like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's disgusting. It's scummy. Mm-hmm. It's like it shows that there's no originality in in video games anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you think it'd be like made in China or something? There's just no respect. <sighs> yeah. But, uh, Poor Ken. But I'm a simple man. The game's fun. I still play it. But uh, <laughs> God, people yeah, are gonna be so. We're and... literally gonna get a comment. We're like, when the fuck? <laughs> fuck KB mod. And then I played I more Rocket League. And got incredibly frustrated at randoms that end up in ranked that are never played. That's something I wish they'd implement. That you have to reach uh, a certain level before you can go into a ranked playlist. Mm. Like you have to be at least pro. But uh, the player base already isn't high, so I don't know how well that would turn out. Okay. But uh, yeah, you got a lot of variety this week, Katie. Played a bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Very cool. All right, Brad, what about you? Because I, I, I had to say the word variety because I know exactly what Brad's going to say. <laughs> it's going to be very singular in what he played. But... No, I actually played some different Did you? Things. Okay. All right. Uh, Sorry for doubting. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Well, uh, I played Overwatch, Rocket League. Um, very little Rocket League, though. But then, yeah, I did play a lot of Rust. So. Okay, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, nothing nothing too exciting there. Um I've been playing some of the Overwatch uh, competitive, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just can't take it seriously. <laughs> you can't take rank seriously? Yeah. it's Well, the game's that? already kind of, like, weirdly balanced as it is. So it's just, like, the way they have, um, like, the map rotation. Well, it's not a rotation, but, like, how you win, like, a competitive match. Like, you know character selection all that just just balance is off anyways it just doesn't feel right to call it competitive but mm. i don't know shots fired okay yeah i like it uh so what do you what did you end up did you end up doing all your placements on uh ranked yet or are you still playing through the games uh i think i think it did and it was it was right below 50 or something which i think is a lot of people got but mm-hmm. yeah um, right around there you know okay um whatever all right well uh i'll <laughs> i'll go as well it's all right brad listen you, you don't have to call overwatch a non-competitive game because you're sad that you got an average rating of a little under 50 <laughs> it sounds like you're a little bit bitter you know is that what maybe is going on or no okay just making sure um whatever you say, <laughs> whatever you say. just sound a little bit better about it no uh I d- i've heard that from uh from multiple people I haven't I haven't watched a, a ton, but I also heard that I don't know if this is true, but that you actually get uh, depending on if you like play non DPS characters and play support characters, you actually get more more points or less points for playing like non DPS characters. That sounds so insane that I don't want to believe it, but I saw a lot of tweets about that. So it takes less skill and they're less important. So it makes <laughs> yeah, perfect sense like if to you're me. a healer or a tank. Um, so I don't, know. Mm. I don't know if you've heard anything on that, but I guess we'll have to, we'll I have to look. I haven't. I'll have to try that out, actually. Could just be all conjecture. But um, All right. Uh, I, so I did play. I played Counter-Strike as per usual, but I also played Brad's uh, beautiful telling of what makes Rust great last week. Got me and Katie Zen to purchase it during the podcast. and uh, so, I, so I loaded that up on Friday, and uh, Brad kind of showed me the ropes a little bit, and then we had a bunch of other people who play Rust jump on the server and uh i it was a lot of fun it's i i totally after playing it for a couple hours like i totally understand the appeal of it uh we weren't really doing anything too serious um i think i'll probably actually like start building some stuff up once uh they wipe the servers and do the new xp system which is coming out on thursday of uh, of this next week but uh obviously so i got when i came in i got uh you know it looked at my steam id <coughs> and rust decided that i am a woman and i have a cups and uh i have very wide childbearing hips those were basically what Wait, rust... does it generate different breast sizes yeah mm-hmm. like and dick sizes and dick sizes yep. too yeah and it's totally um it's totally random i mean it's it's attached to your stamina and you can't change it uh at all so you're stuck with whatever you get which i was i was totally fine with um but <laughs> Uh, the ga- it's just it's, it's it's absolutely silly. Like once we had a whole group of people meeting up and doing stuff together, um, it's it's. I feel like Brad. It's it. The best way to describe it is like if actual anarchy, if we went back to kind of like the Stone Age or whatever, um, 
I feel like Rust is how it would actually play out. You know what I mean? Like with people just random people I, just being killed. I agree too. Uh, mm-hmm. People hoarding things. Some nice people along the way, but I mean, it definitely the whole thing just feels like a like an apocalypse scenario. <laughs> But well, it's hilarious think, it's with yeah, the stuff it, that happens. It is hilarious. I think it's something you have to play with friends. And then, um, I don't know, just, just from like us playing alone, yeah. like we just met up with people and yeah. then all of us just naked went into some poor kid's house. <laughs> yeah, we started trying to break break into his house, which we then realized he had actually come out of his house and he was actually – did, are you the one that ended up shooting him in the head, Brad, when we realized that he, 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 yeah, he's, he's like, guys, we, guys, guys, that's my house. And then Brad just executed him. But um, yeah. anyway, a lot of that stuff kind of happened. A lot of funny moments like uh, there's a guitar in the game that <laughs> you can get as an item. And literally you, people just run around strumming the guitar. And it's just so obnoxious. Uh, people like the different outfits and stuff that people have. Um, it's just I mean, it's. It's totally – I don't really know how – I've never really experienced anything like it. I mean, it's definitely like the survival kind of game, but it's also just – it's hard to take seriously a lot of times too. I know people do take it very seriously and that there's clans oh, and very, all that kind of stuff. So. But yeah. um, at least the kind of Rust that I was playing in a large group, it was just a lot of – it was just a good time. And um, no one was taking it all that seriously. But um, I think maybe that will change in the future. But like the – I don't know. It's on the Unity engine, and uh, there were some. I don't know. I was getting it a few. Looks good. Yeah, it looks know. pretty solid. It looks pretty solid overall. Um, the genitals are rendered very well. Um, uh, but I was getting. So I guess maybe it was more the server. We had a little bit of lag here and there overall. That was probably server based. But um, overall, I definitely definitely want to give it more uh, more time. It was on Steam sale for nine ninety nine. I think so. I think that was like definitely. I, I guess you could still get it for nine ninety nine up until. Tomorrow? Does the sale go through tomorrow, or does it end on the fourth? I think it goes through through tomorrow. Okay, so you still got time. Um, so yeah, would definitely would definitely recommend it. I'm looking forward to playing playing more and doing like actually like crafting a proper like base and actually building weapons up and having. I basically the, the most I did was I tried to collect wood to build our new base at night, and I was uh, assassinated by a guy wearing some kind of really creepy mask, and he stole my four thousand. Uh, pieces of wood that i had and uh and that was like it for me actually trying to craft anything i was like all right fuck this i'm just gonna run around and try to kill people with rocks but um uh it was a good time it was a good time and obviously cs as as per usual so not much to say on that cs is actually like a pretty dumb fucking game right now and i won't really go into all the reasons but it all goes back to the cs go devs not and valve just really not caring about what they do to the game uh or what happens when they release a patch that full of stuff that the game never that we never needed so um one of the more recent additions is the low ammo sound that happens on guns now because this is a game that really requires you know it's basically a sim so when you get down to like i think it's 10 bullets maybe 11 uh i'm not 100 percent sure on that number uh your gun makes an insanely loud clicking noise that uh multiple that everybody can hear and um it happens on every single gun i guess except maybe the i guess all the rifles i don't think it happens on the op um so, you know, while there's real problems, like basically everybody running around and getting jump shots whenever they want, uh, Valve has decided to change all the shotgun sounds and add that. So it's really uh, it's really solid. Um, so anyway, the kind of we, t- we had talked about when Valve released, Valve released the R8, oh, like, you know, many months ago, and that was a whole shitstorm where 
they released that overpowered weapon and they kind of went this whole like oh we're so sorry we're going to communicate more with the with the community and uh you know none of that has happened so um you know i still play it i still enjoy it uh on my good moments and on my horrible moments i wonder why i'm doing it so sorry i don't know why i feel like i'm on the uh, <laughs> i feel like i'm in therapy right now guys i didn't mean to let all that out but uh i'll stop now um you really feel yeah yeah uh, so as far as uh, announcements go, um, there is no community night this week, um, but there is an article, Brad, up on the uh, up on the website about Lawbreakers. If you want to talk about that, yeah. So bit. one of the community members, anybody can contribute uh, if if you'd like. Um, but somebody wants to kbmod.com slash contribute or community, um, and they submitted an article, and we usually publish them if if you meet all the requirements. But uh, somebody look at looked at uh, uh, Lawbreakers. So if uh, since Nick couldn't tell us about it, uh, you could just go to our website and read the article there, and, and check out what he you had want to tell you about it. I mean, I'd like to hear about it. It's sure. a game by Cliff B. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It shoot like uh, you shoot like an Unreal. You got the grappling hook. And there's a gravity, and then sometimes there's a lesser gravity. Is this Bill Cosby reviewing Lawbreakers? <laughs> Holy shit. Lesser gravity. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely check out that article. Uh, that is up on the website. So, yes. Um, and But, yeah, remember, no community night uh, happening this week. So, uh, if you were looking forward to that, sorry. I think probably we'll resume uh, the week after. So, all right, let's jump into some news here. And uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is an issue that we've discussed in this podcast before and something that's not really new to anybody that uh, uses uh, a computer to game or they, they use their computer very often. You know, Windows 10 is very pushy uh, about <laughs> wanting to be on your PC and upgrade from whatever OS that you're using, whether it be 7 or 8. And um, there's actually Microsoft lost a lawsuit recently. Um I think to the tune of $10,000 to a woman who uh, basically proved that she had lost productivity because of Windows 10 um, basically forcing itself onto her system. So, um, and this is like not a new criticism. And this article is really interesting. It was in the Seattle Times, but it basically talks about, uh, it actually quotes some people that actually used to work at Microsoft and guys that actually used to work on Windows Update and kind of like the the idea that you know, Microsoft is essentially abusing users' trust, especially in Windows Update, uh, when it comes to like Windows 10 and like upgrading the OS. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if any more lawsuits. Microsoft claims uh, in this article that the reason that they actually settled was that they just didn't want to have any more. They wanted it to be over and didn't want to continue with litigation. Um, so I don't know, Brad. What are your I think- What are your thoughts? Well, just just so everybody knows, you will probably get new notifications, by the way. Yes. If you are tired of getting notifications for upgrading, you can now choose to decline the offer, and that will um, that will keep notifications from showing up. Now, the negative is, you know, after, I think it's like July 29th, it will cost you $120 if you want to upgrade. So uh, just keep that in mind, either... Just press that damn button or decline. It's up to you. But yeah, uh, I mean, I tried to, and it <laughs> and it just restarted. Said couldn't do it, and and it mm-hmm. that was it. Like that was the extent wow. of that. So I was like, okay, I'll just decline. So, so um, let me. This is also really interesting. So uh, 
Paul Therat in this article talks about the fact that there was a recent pop-up in one of the updates uh, for, for the Windows 10 prompt, and it's ask users if you're ready to upgrade to Windows 10. The prompt is an actual X, which, you know, everybody knows if you use Microsoft OS, X means close and cancel. However, Windows Update uh, used this, at least this specific prompt. It's interpreted by the update tool as an agreement to go ahead with the install. <laughs> I mean, wow. To, how is that? I mean, and he, he, he's, his quote is, the violation of trust here is almost indescribable. Like, that's just, like, super, super scummy. Uh, and, and basically, a lot of it's kind of focusing on the non-tech-savvy people, right? Like, so, so, so for us that don't want to upgrade, you know, we have ways around it and even getting rid of the pop-up to a certain extent. But, like, for people that don't really know what they're doing, um, like, you basically can't avoid Windows 10. Well, and that well shit, for like, somebody like the, the lady that's sued for damages, yeah. you know, it's like, that's a lot of time if something, like... Microsoft's not really known for perfect upgrades. I yeah, mean, there's exactly. so many different computers, uh, drivers, everything like that. Sorry. I don't know if you heard somebody breaking into your house, Brad. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like this, this costs a lot of money and time for some people because they don't really know what to do. And, and this doesn't always go according to plan. So it is kind of, uh, a major, you know, it is kind of a trust issue, it's, but I, I can see where Microsoft's coming from as well, because it's also expensive to develop for, you know, multiple OSs and things like that, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thoughts, this Katie? just seems lately, like, I've heard a long time ago, I just, like, read, like, heard the assumption that Windows 10 was terrible, but the more I hear about it, the more I think, like, it doesn't seem that bad, and for, like, isn't there going to be, like, new cards and, like, uh, the new DirectX is only going to be for Windows 10? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that is That's correct. Me, like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm definitely going to get Windows 10. It's free upgrade. But, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Forced. Like, for me, it's not even the argument that I, I don't even – I don't doubt, especially since I tried – like, I tried way long ago. And I had all kinds of issues uh, in conflicts with, like, OBS and just stuff not working properly. So I rolled back, which was fine. But – it's more it's not even that the fact that Windows 10 is like terrible or anything like that it's just how pushy that they're being oh and, yeah and also yeah. like you said like the shit like you know making a prompt where the X button actually has your update software <laughs> proceed as going like okay yeah the hit X let's go like that that's just just totally like that I mean that is truly to get people to to trick them into upgrading how else could you look at that kind of that kind of stuff and that's that's more more the issue but I agree with you Brad too like they obviously want to get as many people on this as possible and st- so they can troubleshoot and, you know, make it better. But uh, I don't know. It's um, kind of me. Part of me was kind of glad that that woman won her lawsuit. I don't know. Um, partially because she's going to split some of the money with her. I know her personally, but um, that is not true. All right. Let's <laughs> let's move on to uh, Apple, uh, who are trying to patent a technology to block your phone camera from uh, recording in certain places, especially at concerts and, um, you know, maybe uh, stuff where you're not supposed to supposed to be recording. And they basically applied for a patent. And uh, this is an article uh, from CNN. But um, basically the idea is that they can use um, the great new app. Oh, sorry. This, call- why does this thing start playing? It's basically uh, an infrared signal that can be fired in places where video recording is prohibited. Basically, the phone picks up the signal and it either alters what's shown on the screen, which is interesting, or it shuts down the video feature completely on your phone. Yeah, and... with the with the watermark, you know, <laughs> so they could through yeah. a signal put a watermark on your video pictures. Exactly, so. exactly. Um, 
there was a lot. I mean, I, since seeing this uh, article come out, there was a lot of uproar online about it. Not so much for, and it was. It seemed, at least from the stuff that I was reading, that was pretty split. Because part of me is, I mean, I've complained about this before. You, when you watch people at sporting events or at concerts, they're literally recording or watching through their phone the entire fucking time and not actually paying any attention. You know what I mean? Or like not actually watching yeah. what's happening in front of yeah. them. So I, I totally understand that. Even beyond like the copyright issues or things where you're not supposed to be recording. So like a part of me, like in that sense, is like that's kind of cool. But then you have to also go at, like with any technology and think about how it's going to be abused. And to me, again, it's not like this shouldn't exist because it can be abused because lots of technology can be abused. But I can absolutely see something like this. There's tons of rooms. To tons of rooms. Abused. Yeah, exactly. And, and then under the guise of just being like, well, you know, this is you know, this is just our policy, and um, you know, and also like if you think about a lot of the stuff that has been captured, whether it's um, you know, God forbid, like terrorist attacks or whatever else. Um, at stuff like concerts and stuff like that. I'm not saying that that's a reason, you know, to say that people should be allowed to record, but you're also dealing with the fact that because we do live in a, in a time period where people are constantly on their phones and recording, you know, you're potentially losing, uh, leads and stuff like that. If, if there is, um, you know, if there is something like that, that goes down, Uh, that was another comment that I thought was really interesting, um, you know, for like investigation and stuff like that. So I don't know. What are your guys, what are your guys thoughts? It's like Watch Dogs. Yeah, I mean, we're getting... exactly like Watch Dogs. We're getting there, dude. Maybe this is all a promo for Watch Dogs 2. What, what, if, what if they're not even... <laughs> yeah, Apple and Ubisoft are doing a collab. Dude, they sure. are, and it redirects to the Watch Dogs 2 website <laughs> oh, no. when, you go to, yeah. <laughs> when you go to a venue and try to record. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of taking people's ability away. Yeah. Because you can't trust people. Like, if you're at a museum and stuff, when there's, like, a sign that says no no photography, sure. people take their cameras out all the time anyway. So it's like... Well, that that yeah. almost makes it annoying, you know, at uh, at museums or something when you're just trying to look at something. And there's there's a dude with his fucking iPad, you know, and he's yeah. got it just right in front of everybody's face. Like, dude, your, ca- your camera's not any good on that thing. Put it away. Like... You're not doing anyone any favors. Nobody, you're not going to want to show it to anybody. It's going to look horrible. Sure. Like, just stop. But look at this um, picture I took of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I don't know. Like, it, I can see how it'd be nice for theaters. Like, mm-hmm. people people record movies all the time. Oh, now yeah. That would, that would solve a lot of issues. Sure. I mean, it wouldn't, I mean, you could just use another camera. But, right. Yeah. But, like, a phone's so discreet now. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a big problem, I think, as far as press goes, mm-hmm. or like um, just censor- censorship in general, like where maybe people, maybe something needs to be shown, you know, and, and recorded, but clearly something could be used against that with uh, like this kind of technology, and the censorship can be dangerous. Right. Um, Katie, any thoughts? Um, uh, I mean, it'll stop all the iPhones, but mm-hmm. I mean, people are gonna find ways to record stuff. True. Like, anyways, so yeah. I don't see how much work this is really gonna do. Can I be honest here? Mm. I was really hoping, being on the podcast again, that the news would be a little bit fucking juicier than it is. <laughs> juicier? <laughs> 
We can't control the news. Wow. Week. What do you want? Like, what do you? What do you? You want us to talk about Keemstar? I mean, we can do that. Talk That's... about something exciting. Something that gets the blood flowing. <laughs> this doesn't get your blood flowing. <laughs> the potential? No. For the Something's government coming to like use this? Oh yeah, it's coming. I'm flaccid. Oh, it's coming. Okay. Well, you what? you asked. Well, yeah, move I'm, to kick I'm looking. Hits. I'm looking know. at the spoilers okay, in Brad. here. Everything. Everything in this section is keeping me pr- relatively this soft. Piece. This Orion piece is definitely not a quick hits, although it was a movie. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about Orion? I'm talking about this. I'm calling out Brad. I'm talking about this next piece of news right here. So so Sony, uh, this is interesting. This has played out over the last six days. But Sony uh, has banned a PSN user. Uh, His account was called iJihad, and they banned it on grounds that it was offensive. Okay, so you initially look at that and you go, okay, well, they can do whatever they want. And sure, they can. Uh, but he took to, uh, of all places, can you believe it, Reddit, to discuss uh, <laughs> the situation. And uh, his name is actually Jihad. Uh, he's 26 years old, and his name was Jihad. And he said, before you hate on me, please remember, 26 years ago, this shit was not like this. I have been named based on the true non-religious meaning of the word, which is struggling and putting an effort in doing something noble, good, and valued, which actually is what Jihad means. So he says, long story short, we're in 2016. And basically, he's talking about he's had this account for, I think, seven plus years. And he basically all of a sudden just got a permanent ban email stating he wasn't sure why he was banned. It literally said the reason was it said stating reason, ban reason in parentheses and ban uh, reason. Ban reason. That's course. why he was he was nuked. And um, so he was really confused. So he tried to like contact social media and a couple emails and. They basically said that his name was offensive uh, because in 2016, I guess, Jihad, you know, is offensive. And uh, and they offered that he could change his name. Um, and he I guess he he agreed. He agreed to do that. Um, so he waited for a couple of days, didn't hear anything. And then suddenly another guy uh, on, in the company at Sony reviewed the ticket and decided that he didn't like uh, the name, uh, the Jihad that he had in the first place. And then said that it was truly offensive, and he revoked the solution to even let him change his name. He got like, someone at Sony got offended all over again, and wow. they were like, "Oh no, we can change your name." And they were like, "Nope, you're permanently banned," um, which is fucking insane to me. But so anyway, he talked about this was six days ago when he originally posted, and so there's been a lot of edits, kind of talking about how this situation has played out. And uh, basically what happened since then is obviously this blew up. A couple, couple companies did, or, or big websites did articles on it. And it, it was a total shitstorm, though. It kind of went back and forth. Like, he ended up talking with um, Sony in the UK, like their social media, and they sent him another email saying that the name was offensive and offended gamers all over. They said blanket. <laughs> it offends gamers everywhere, which I guess they're speaking for me. I have a PSN. I didn't realize I was offended by his name. Um, just imagine if you were playing Uncharted 4 and you were killed by I Jihad. Yeah. Just yeah. imagine the rage. I, yeah, I you guess be so. Thankful. So he even did stuff like he posted his, just to prove, because people were like, bullshit, that's not your name. He posted his passport photo with his name oh, to like wow. prove, just to like really prove that he's like not making up a story. And um, so basically it all ended up working out to the to the fact that they did give him a new alias after kind of like six days of back and forth. And the the sad thing though is that he you know he lost he basically loses all of his trophies. There's going to be sinking issues. All his friends are gone. Oh no! Um, As so, someone who collects trophies, yeah, that, I mean, that hurts. yeah, and I think that's probably a big part of the reason that he didn't want to lose his account, right? Like if if you have like if all that stuff's disappearing, you know, he was he was pretty disappointed. 
So yeah. I guess I have to ask, first of all, is this – I mean, again, Sony can do whatever they want, and I understand they want to be sensitive and all that kind of stuff. And I guess the name iJihad uh, at face value is offensive, but – like, what do you think? Do you uh, think this is? Do you think this is uh, SJW gone amok a little bit here? As far or, or not SJW? I don't want to say that, but the idea that like you know, even that word now is offensive, and it, it, you can't oh, even yeah, it shouldn't I, be on the platform. Like, I, I think it's uh, there are far far worse things yeah. you can put as your PlayStation handle. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and there are that probably have not that have gone unnoticed, and you ban IG Hot, right? Right. So your argument is that there's probably other offensive names. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that, this that was, is not that bad. Mike in the chat is raising a good point. You know, in Sony's defense, using the name Hitler may not necessarily be offensive, but it would raise eyebrows. And that's what people kind of – people brought up the name Adolf <laughs> exactly. in the, on the Reddit thread. They were like, I mean, think about being born, you know, having the name Adolf before Adolf Hitler came along and then after, right? I mean, yeah, kind of yeah. ruins it for, for a lot of people. <laughs> so – I mean, I he guess really, I understand. Really fucked up that facial hair too. That's like yeah. an unusable mustache shape. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. It's unless you're Charlie yeah. Chaplin. Yeah. Um, it's kind of good though. You associate that really bad facial hair with this really bad person, and you kind of, yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of evil people in this world need to have bad, you know, styles, so mm. they just kind of get, you know, written out. If you, uh, am I making any sense? Yeah. I, I mean. I, I understand. I, I do understand, like, where Sony's coming from. And I'm sure that they couldn't have known. They probably they probably aren't assuming that this guy's name is actually Jihad, you know? Like, I'm sure that probably wasn't their first thought. They probably just yeah. thought that he was just trying to be for the sake of being offensive. But again, th- I understand what the context that that word has taken on in the current climate. But it isn't inherently a word. I, I don't know. Like, part of me is, like, the word, like, he described the meaning, the reason that he was named Jihad, right? The reason his parents gave him the name was because of what, struggling and putting in an effort to do something noble. Like, so just because the word has been taken and used in, in, in the form of uh, a lot of terrorism that we're familiar with, I, I, I don't know. And even, again, I, I get, like, again, I get Sony's, like, a private company that can do whatever they want. But to me, I it's think a it little just, bit. I think Oh, I think God. it just shows where their priorities are. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you ask, if you look at Steam or Valve, like yeah. there are some fucked up names on there, like sure. in pictures. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, and that's kind of what KD was saying too. Like, you know, are you looking the other way for a lot of other shit that's going on? You're just like looking for super anything that's related to that could be related or. Something for, like, a, a, what someone would assume was a terrorist. You know what I was thinking the other day, too? I was thinking about, like, so this shit's going on, meanwhile, right, with, like, Jihad. Meanwhile, Counter-Strike Global Offensive is on Turner Broadcast Network, and you literally play as terrorists. And so <laughs> I was just thinking about this, and, I, and I'm not trying to, like, get people to get up a shitstorm and get angry about Counter-Strike because there's absolutely nothing wrong with it because it's a game. But I'm thinking in, with all these terrorist attacks and everything going on, like – a guy named Jihad on Sony gets banned. Meanwhile, like nobody seems to be really caring that you know Counter Strike is on TBS on basic cable. You know what I mean? Where you literally plant yeah. a bomb and blow up. Uh, <laughs> like, just think about that. I was literally watching it, yeah. and I was like, "How is there no outrage?" Like, I'm glad that we're at this point. Maybe I feel like there will be. Like, I feel like mm. it just hasn't had the right politician decide to pick it up again. Yeah, but that's gonna come up someday. I. Like, what are know, we looking at? This game, a group of presumably. Uh, yeah, you know, man. No, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I really did like, I really did kind of think about that, and I was like, you know, I haven't heard anybody really. Get, I guess because it's on cable, maybe that's maybe that's part of it too. It's not like 
but I don't know. So whatever. Mm. What do I know? But uh, I think to me this is a little bit this is a little bit over the top. But so yeah, you're the only idiot. smart one. The press is just all idiots. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, Katie, talk about this juicy story. You want all to right. talk about this? All right. So this was not originally on the news, but I've decided to pick this up, and I'm going to go into full detail. Uh, Orion Dino beatdown. We yes. all know the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the developers, Trek Industries, have gone under uh, a lot of drama <laughs> in the past week or two. Yes. And I'm going to fully paint the picture. So, Do it. Uh, after Orion Dino Beatdown, a.k.a. Orion Dino Horde, a.k.a. Orion Prelude, uh, they create a second game called Guardians of Orion, which was a top-down... It was basically the exact same thing. It was another co-op space dinosaur shooter, but it was top-down instead of FPS. It was called Guardians of Orion. It was $10, which I bought. And then later on, it was renamed to The Orion Project, which was (laughs) a failed Kickstarter that was a completely different game that didn't come out. And so they made that come out, and then they took the isometric view and just made it a different kind of mode in the game. They're like, okay, well, you can still play Guardians of Orion. It's just called this, because, like, oh, we, we, we released that game, guys. We totally made it. And then the price got reduced down to $1. And for a, a second time, the name was changed again, and now it's just known as Orion. And on the summer sale, it's available for only 50 cents currently. <gasps> and that's where we stand now. Mm-hmm. So, Orion Because gets... Orion is such a strong brand that really... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reduce it down to the single word. Exactly. If you're a... <laughs> yeah, if Lots you're of a brand strongly... loyalty. I'm, I'm really loyal to this series. Yeah, it's the Orion experience, but you know they're going to make another fucking dinosaur space shooter again next year. But, uh, yeah. So, Orion gets DMCA'd by Activision for stealing the gun sets, or the gun, uh, or assets, I mean, yeah, that's my bad, uh, from Call of Duty. And the devs protest this as being bullied by, you know, some big developer, and, uh, they start, like, a change.org to cancel the DMCA, and they post comparisons of some of the guns that were not the guns in question because it was never really explained which ones were the offenders but then thanks to the internet uh well this also happened during like the summer sale and they no doubt affected like the sales of the game and so the developers started a gofundme to support themselves like help us make back the money that we're missing out on help support this indie developer <laughs> and so God. yeah you can you can see the shit storm starting to, to form uh, it turns out the internet comes together and finds out these blatant, blatant ripoffs of like the M8 from Black Ops yep, 3 being yep. straight up taken out. Sure. Uh, all these different parts of guns from Black Ops 3 being pieced together and make like a new gun. And they like straight up taken from COD. Uh, and so the lead developer claims that it wasn't his responsibility to check the guns because he was busy with other things of like course. the world design and all that stuff. Sounds and he, like, he says mm. that the artist was responsible. Mm. And uh, if you go on like the Steam news for the game, uh, he posted like uh, the Skype logs of talking to the artist and how when he was like, hey, listen, these assets are straight up taken out of Call of Duty. What the fuck? He just didn't reply until he's like, hey, sorry this had to happen. I'll see you later. And then just fucking quit. <laughs> and so, wow. straight up. Jesus. And so on Reddit, he, I didn't see like exactly upon Reddit, but he, I feel like he lashed out. And then he started claiming that he was hacked. 
and that someone from Russia no, was uh, like no. posting as him. But then it was like shown that the IP was a local IP, like he did some kind of like oh, um, uh-huh. I don't know what, what the work is, but it was actually just him under a different IP. I fucking can't. And uh, and also the GoFundMe, uh, their goal was five hundred dollars. They immediately receive a five hundred dollar donation from Trek Industries, which is the devs. And when they were asked about it, they said, "Oh, we believe in ourselves." <laughs> so what's the point of Kickstarter? <laughs> what free money? It's like, hey, what if we don't make this goal? You know, anybody that donates after this, that's just free money for us. I so oh, countless reports get filed. Jesus. And they there is so as it stands now, if you go to the GoFundMe, it says, it says the description says they won't let me shut down the campaign. Don't donate. And it says zero USD raised by zero backers. He refunded oh. all of the donations because it was reported countless times. Oh but eventually, now as it stands, Ryan is back on Steam. The gun models are different. And hopefully we can have a pint and this will all blow over. But I'm fucking Jesus done Christ. with this company. I now mean, you're done with the now company. I'm done. Listen, it's tough for me too. Because when I did the uh, the charity streams for Extra Life, the both years I did it, I got one hundred dollar donations from the devs for this. Okay. And, and I got like thirty keys to get out for the first one, okay. and so they're really good to me. Mm-hmm. But when they do shit like this, I'm thinking, you know, I I just don't know if I can support them anymore. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's just so sketchy. And, you know, um, you can't just believe it's coincidence after coincidence. Do you want me to ruin any possible relationship you could have with this developer, right? Because I can end it right now. <laughs> I think I just did, but, uh... Because I'll just say it. this. Uh, is it Trek Industries? Yes. yes. This is just... I want this to be my personal message to Trek in- Industries. You are fucking garbage at making video games! Stop! <laughs> yep. There it is. Oh, but, yeah, that was just a massive... Uh, the worst kind of drama is the indie dev drama, but it's also very entertaining. And I just thought the world should know uh, what happened with Orion. Wow. That was I good. Just, that was I, a... ju- I just bought this shit today. <laughs> yeah, you tweeted at me saying that you were downloading it, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Why? And, okay, another thing, too. Uh, they announced that it's going free to play oh, in wow. about a month. Oh, wow. So, and, but if you, uh, if you buy it before, you get the... Uh, elite status and you get a skin that no one else will get so uh god it's i don't think there's much hope left for uh for this comp for this uh indie dev god that was good i'm glad you put that back in that was really juicy i forgot that you are literally the world's leading authority on <laughs> orion and the whole history you are honestly katie you should write a I book could... about you know more about this than any person on the God, planet, I promise. There is so much ass backwards stuff they've done where they promised things for games and then changed it. I don't think they believe in releasing, releasing games. I think they believe in like changing them and compromising and doing different things just to put stuff out there. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's so confusing for the consumer too. Yeah. Like, what happened to just making games one by one? Can't do that. Instead of just like, oh God, it's, it's, it sucks. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for that breakdown. That was very, it was very interesting, and I'm glad yeah. to see that this was finally the last straw for you. And you, uh, this, this is, <laughs> I'm out. I'm free. But it doesn't mean you won't ever stop anymore. your, your keep your, your. His, you can't take off your historian hat when it comes. To, I know you'll continue to follow the story as it develops. You know? Oh, I will come back every week. <laughs> okay. as uh, it goes further down the 
the rabbit hole. Good. That sounds good. Okay, uh, let's jump into some quick hits. We just have two things here on this section, but I do want to talk about this because uh, it doesn't really mean anything, and it could actually be a fucking total troll. Anything with Valve with the number three is pretty much pointless to talk <laughs> about. But it is worth mentioning, I think, that Left 4 Dead 3 appeared in a, in one of Valve's conceptual artist tutorials that he did. There was a folder that um, you basically could see his folder hierarchy, and you could see that there was a Left 4 Dead 3 folder uh, in one of his, like I, like I said, tutorials. And so people obviously are like, well, does that mean Left 4 Dead 3 is confirmed? Since then, he actually changed the screenshot uh, that included the Left 4 Dead 3 folder. Ooh. So, I mean, I don't, does that, again, does that even mean anything either? Well, this isn't I the first time we've seen a Left 4 Dead, like Left 4 Dead 3 mentioned by like okay. a Valve employee. So, like, okay. um, they, long, a long time ago, it was probably a year or two ago. Um, you know, Valve will occasionally do like tours of their office or something mm-hmm. for guests that just come by. And right. somebody had taken a picture of like somebody doing actually like development on what mm-hmm. was titled like Left 4 Dead 3. Right. But, right. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think there's definitely stuff in the works because, you know, it's Valve. But uh, yeah. I don't think anything's really confirmed. But I, but I don't mean like even something like this, like, I, I don't doubt that maybe they're working on something, but I mean, we didn't doubt that they were working on the, we're continuing to work on Half-Life 2 DLC or Half-Life 3. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, it doesn't mean just because they're working on it that it'll, it'll ever see the light of day, I feel like, anymore at <laughs> Valve. Like, right. but, um, but yeah, it is interesting. So maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see something down the road. But to me, this is, this is like less, even less of a story than like, um, Remember when everyone was convinced that Rockstar was going to announce something about like Red Dead yeah. based on the? I mean, not that. And again, I I, I don't doubt that Rockstar is probably working on something with Red Dead, but um, I don't know. It's just. But anyway, I thought we would just talk about it. So if you're if you really like the Left 4 Dead franchise, I mean, Left 4 Dead is a great great series of games. Left 4 Dead one and two. Oh right? yeah, Left 4 so, Dead two. You know, That's maybe true. maybe a little bit of hope that Valve will count to three with that series. But um, all right. And our final quick hit. I just wanted to get your guys' take on this. Because uh, obviously Twitch has Gross. released, <laughs> to, yeah, well, I know where you stand on eating oh, on stream in general, this. Nick. But Twitch has released a social eating category, which I think most of you, uh, especially if you're um, watching the podcast live right now uh, and are up on Twitch, know about this. But if you're listening to the podcast and don't maybe engage in this, you might say like, "What the fuck is is social eating?" And um, this actually stems from, I believe it's Korea. Correct? Is that where it's really big? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's called mukbang. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly. I believe it's pronounced mukbang. 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 It's mukbang. Mukbang. That sounds like a bong you get at McDonald's. The mukbang. Mukbang. Anyway, is in your Happy Meal. But um, yeah. So and that's that's it happens in Korea and people literally just watch. I guess they eat the meals with the person that's doing it. I think is is, is the idea. And um, this was something that was previously banned on Twitch. Uh, in the past, like explicitly that they um, so that they weren't going to support this. But now, obviously, adding social eating, they're kind of testing it out and seeing if that's something that people, um, you know, at least in North America, not Which, just North America, but I guess everywhere, because people stream from all over the world um, would be would be interested in and not just something that, you know, people in Korea enjoy. And there's it was mixed with it was met with a lot of mixed reactions. I'm not going to lie. Um and it was also met with people just being fucking stupid. Uh, I know that there was a, a streamer who 
was doing like eating challenges and then vomited, I think a couple streamers on stream because of how disgusting and how much food they were putting in their mouths. And I saw, so, so Twitch has released a social eating FAQ and it just basically kind of outlines like what the reason that they're doing this for and what not to do. And when they released this, I, I was reading the tweets of the people that were mad about the people that vomited on stream and got banned. And literally a lot of the comments were like, <laughs> how can you, how can you enforce rules that weren't even in place when you first, you know, release this category? And I'm like, there's literally no, like common sense. I feel like for a lot of people never enters the equation. Uh, no. So like, yeah, if you eat so much or you eat gross shit and vomit on stream, that's probably, uh, you know, use your common sense. That's probably not what they're trying to foster here. But anyways, just people were so upset. It was it was really interesting. But personally for me, I don't I don't know if this is something that I, I went to the social eating category. I haven't seen anything yet that makes me go, oh, this is something I I would really want to partake in or, or necessarily you've actually, enjoy. You've it. actually done this, Scott. What? Social eating? Mm-hmm. Yes. On so, Twitch? On Twitch? Yes. So hosting a pizza party with your viewers. Yes. Well, I wasn't a pizza party. I literally <laughs> just ordered <laughs> no, a pizza. It was. No, you had all your all your viewers order the same pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you all I know I was a, I was ahead of my yeah, absolutely. I was ahead of ahead of my time. Uh, You're a trendsetter. And and I did it. No, no, but I'm saying as far as like what I've seen other people necess- like doing with it. Uh like I was watching a girl eating ramen on her couch <laughs> just watching football. Yeah, you were. And uh, I was just like again, I guess for some people uh that might do it. But I guess my bigger question is do you guys think this is something that's going to take off um now that now that it's allowed, because it's definitely an experiment that they're. Uh, that they're I feel like uh, it's already big in Korea on like whatever Korean websites. I feel like for an American audience, is I don't foresee this being a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not that there aren't Koreans on Twitch, but yeah, like even even if I go to that category, hold on, I was going to go there right now. Is there anybody in there right now? Yeah, like, there's, I don't... there's no like huge like massive uh, massive streams necessarily going on, but there is. There was like I think it, what I let me go right there. There was like oh a, God. a Korean a ton of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing it. I can get down just, like it, where it's just people eating. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when it's like a cooking show and sure. then you eat, I, I like that's sort of that makes then sense. it's sort of a yeah. show rather right. than just sitting in front of your table. Yeah, and that's the way that like, I'm, I'm going to eat forty dollars worth of food right now, guys. Exactly. No, exactly. And that's the way that I was that I was thinking about it as well. Like it makes sense. Or even like what you were saying, Brad, where I did the pizza party where it was like the idea was we were all going to order the same thing, but then talk about because obviously we're ordering from different pizza places like the differences or like it was like the idea like, okay, in the UK, if you order this or try to get a similar pizza to me, what do they put on it? Like, what's the so I I understand. Like, I agree. I understand that. But maybe just like just consuming meals um, for the sake of that without any other point. I don't know if I necessarily understand, but. I'm thinking, like, maybe, who is this made for? Maybe someone's doing, like, a really long stream, and, you know, we're, they're human. They have to eat. They have to eat meals to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So maybe the idea is, you know, you break the stream uh, with some social eating, and, you know, keep engaging with the viewers while eating, and then jump back into it. So I could see it maybe that way. But for, I don't see anyone who's going to, like, build an audience being primarily a social eating streamer. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to watch this? I mean, I I'm probably gonna try it. I'm gonna order a pizza and stream that shit. Sure, but uh, who's gonna watch this? Yeah, I don't know. See, I say that, but I also realize that I probably because it it is in other parts of the world. It obviously is a big thing, but again, that could also be more more cultural, 
Like it's just I don't I don't know necessarily in North America. Right. See this so so overseas it's right, popular right. because because a lot of some people like younger individuals it's becoming kind kind of an epidemic almost where where uh they don't have anyone to eat with so they exactly they, exactly or they keep to themselves on purpose and then they eat with you know they social eat online so. right right and and exactly and for that i guess the, that kind of frames us to like why like so there's an actual need people want to have that human connection of eating a meal with somebody hence its popularity and i understand that um and i mean it's not to say there're not a lot of uh people that don't socially interact in America or North America as well, but I don't know. So maybe, maybe we, maybe we're just not ready for it or I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but I agree too, Katie. Cause I was just thinking like, is there going to be a streamer that basically focuses himself around this category? Like I, I and get big off of it. And I, I'm not willing yeah. to say that there won't be somebody, I think somebody's going to come in and probably do what, what you're saying, like do it really right where, where they'll cook a full meal or do something really elaborate. And then, and be really talented and have high production value, right? Almost like a cooking show. And then really discuss it with the audience and stuff like that. And maybe even do a call-in show. Did other people... I don't know. Like, I, I think... But that... I, yeah, that at the same time, and in terms of service, it says, you're, you're not streaming yourself cooking the food. We have a category for that. Well, yes. It's like... You would jump between categories. You would you would yeah. then change the social eating once you're eating it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm not willing to say that I think, like... It's not going to be something that somebody couldn't couldn't use to get, get pretty popular off of. But, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So, uh, Nikon saying that this is one step towards Twitch doing it, like, towards a 24-7 streamer kind of idea. Which, I mean, we've already kind of seen some of that. Social um, sleeping. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think... Uh, streamer house, right? Streamer house, hey. yeah. I mean, they, that's, they already kind if, of do that. Before we ever get to that point, I just want to ask people, not like asking anybody here specifically, but do you really want to be the person that forces the Big Brother reality <laughs> TV life on yourself alone? Because <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, like, totally. You're, you're it kind of is, yeah. You, you are volunteering to be the star of your own lonely reality TV show. Yeah. No, I know. But, but I really Become feel Become a full-time like... streamer today. It's the best, best career out here. <laughs> like when I look at a lot of this stuff and I look at a lot of the channels that I sometimes scratch my head and I go, why is – not necessarily why is this channel popular, but what is it that makes people so uh, hungry for the content of this channel? And I look at it and it's, and it's the big br- – yeah, sure. No, I mean I, I'm not calling anybody out in particular, but – it is, and I look at it, and it's 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 it is Big Brother like stuff. It's talking about it's like relationship shit. It's drama. It's it's like calling up uh, lost loves, and then the, everybody interacting. So it's like it is like the Big Brother kind of idea, but with the interaction that you wouldn't have watching it on TV. And a lot of these channels that, um, especially like what people would say, like our almost drama channels where there's always drama happening. That's basically the show. Like the game is not at all the focal point. Um, it's about you know what's happening w- between this person and this person and this person said that and they started drama with that and that's huge. I mean, there's a lot of channels on Twitch that are really big, kind of off of that idea. Not that they don't play Hearthstone or whatever else, but um, so I think this is another like this is like you said another uh, step towards that. Um, and I think it's just a matter of time um, because you know Twitch has been experimenting with lots of different categories for a long time now, and I think there's clearly like I. I it's easy to dismiss it, but I think there's clearly like a hunger for it. I'm not necessarily <laughs> arguing that the hunger for it means the content is is any good necessarily, but it there is there is definitely a uh, 
you, there's people willing to watch and i feel like it's a lot of a lot of times younger people but could you imagine trying to be a full-time like full-time streamer for this like I, you would I, just I, have to eat for eight hours oh, oh dude like social eating yeah no exactly yeah i can't imagine to being in this category food. for eight hours my subscribers control my diet <laughs> no i mean you say that but 400 that's... subs i'll get red yep. lobster <laughs> red lobster at 400 Why? oh man that's funny but yeah there's lots of possibilities so i don't know we're gonna see we're gonna it'll be interesting to keep an eye on I find it funny that the timeline of Twitch, well, it originates from Justin TV, which was just general broadcasting. Sure, but and they were like, we need to make it specific, gaming specific. Right. And now, now they're trying to like broaden it again. Exactly. No, it really. I mean, I uh, feels multiple like people have commented on this, but I really do feel like it's kind of going back towards towards Justin TV, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, and if you want to watch somebody, uh, there's vegan mukbang and league happening right now in the category uh, for somebody. Uh, so I would rather out. fucking die. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, if you want to check that out. But, um, all right. So those were the two uh, quick hits that we had. So, Katie, then let's jump to the new releases. I don't think there's – you only put two this week, but go ahead and yeah, uh, only two. talk about that. Uh, Steam Indie Games didn't really impress aside from these two okay. this week. But first up, we have a game called Fury, spelled F-U-R-I. Not to be pronounced as furry. That's probably <laughs> How do you know? another. How do I'm you not know sure. It's not to be pronounced that way. I could be wrong. There is a there is a rabbit in this game. Mm. So yeah, definitely a this furry game, game. Oh, for sure. This game looks like my shit. This game looks like it's a it bullet was, hell game. Oh shit! It's oh, a yeah, bullet this hell. Is fucking, it's a this is weeaboo city. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. The only description is the jailer is the key. Kill him and you'll be free. Mm. Boom. It's simple. Or actually, there's more. Never mind. It says, you were captured. Look at what they've done to you. The jailer is the key killing you'll be free. Fight your way free in this ultra-responsive, fast-paced sword fighting and dual-stick shooting game. That sense alone. I'm dropping 60 on it. Uh, but it is going to be free. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's not 360. I don't know about uh, It's going to be on PC, released on July 5th. But it's actually one of the free games for PlayStation Plus for PS4 owners. So... Yeah. That'll be free for you to pick that up. Oh, that's why I'll be playing it. Uh, but yeah, that comes out on the 5th. That, this, it looks super stylish, uh, super fast-paced, and I want it. I want it now. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye for that. No word on the price on PC yet, at least not on Steam anyways. Art style uh, looks other... cool. I'll say it. it. I mean, oh yeah, it's kind of cool looking. It almost, you know what, the fourth or the, the second screenshot on there almost reminds me of Journey. A little bit. Uh, let me see. Just because of the depth. Yeah, it reminds you of Journey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. What yeah. do you have to say about Journey, Scott? Uh, a game I never played, but I've seen that you just run around in the sand, in the desert trying to make friends. So That's not all you do. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> I still it's a transcendental play. experience <laughs> in virtual reality. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. But yeah, next up is the long-awaited second game from... The Play Dead Studio, same people that made Limbo. Mm. Uh, I think this I, might have come I out really on wanna, Xbox. I really want to play this game. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah, heard oh, yeah. so many I good things. I think this already came that. on Xbox One because I saw the Hutch playing it on his channel. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's called Inside. It uh, it's the same. It it looks very very similar in premise, somewhat to Limbo, although it looks more modern, but with like a bigger budget, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and it's the little thing like this that appeals to me. It's that the description is only one sentence, you know, very, very vague. Like Limbo, the only the only description you got about the game going into it was 
uncertain of his sister's fate, a boy enters limbo. And, like, that's all he had to go with. Mm-hmm. This one says, Hunted and alone, a boy find, finds himself drawn into the center of a dark project. And uh, the gameplay is looking really solid. It looks pretty, very, very similar in gameplay to Limbo. It's still side-scrolling, uh, physics puzzles primarily, but who knows what it's going to evolve to like Limbo did. It's got pretty strong reviews so far. It's got a 10 out of 10 from IGN, yeah. uh, 9.5 from Polygon. Uh, that's coming out on the 7th of July. It's going to be 1999. Uh, that looks very, very interesting. Want to play, but yeah, that's going to do it for the new releases this week. Unfortunately, a shorter segment than normal that I'd like to. Yeah, well, two quality or possibly quality games. The first one looking very weeaboo esque, but the second one definitely. Looks quality. <laughs> we'll um, see. All right, let's get into the second our... one's for goth weebs. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, all right, jump into viewer questions. Uh, our first one comes from Darkwing02 on Twitter, and he asks us, if you could choose to specialize in speedrunning a single game well enough to participate in SGDQ or AGDQ, which would it be? Orion Dino Beatdown. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's a good answer, though. Uh, well, you can't, well, you can't speedrun that game, right? Because it's just open world... Right? Like, you can't complete uh, it. No, Dino Beatdown was, like, there are ten rounds and, like, a survival thing, so right. you probably kill the rounds oh, as fast okay. as you can. Okay. But, uh, what are you going to say, Brad? I said I would want to speedrun getting to 10th Prestige in COD 4. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord. Like a month-long speedrun. Like a race? A few weeks. <laughs> no, don't. Don't say <laughs> it. A race to Prestige? Oh, my oh God. My God. Um, I would like to learn how to speedrun Halo at some point. Mm. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Those, Those runs are always super fun to watch. I like watching mm-hmm. the Halo I runs. mean, I'm already world-class speedrunner at Mirror's Edge 1, so, I mean, I don't need to <laughs> yeah. really say that one. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I watched... Uh, it's Elias. He's a streamer that does uh, Dark Souls uh, speedruns a lot. Mm. And uh, the runs for the first game and Bloodborne have always looked really, really good. If not, like, very RNG-dependent, which is, like how random like something is but uh yeah dark souls i feel like i could speed around that like just picking it up but uh that's something i'd love to like get good because i've watched like so many runs of it i know like the routes and everything hmm. but uh yeah i'd love to like get good at that maybe uh like one of the sonics maybe sonic adventure 2 i thought that would be good actually um mine's maybe not one you would expect but kane and lynch 2 dead men oh 100 <laughs> percent Love to speedrun that. Just so people could go, why? God, why? Because <laughs> that game is fucking terrible. If you uh, uh, if you keep on the shaking camera, then uh, you actually go faster. Yes. Uh, oh, God, that vomit-inducing camera. Yeah. That you can. We did find out eventually you could turn off when Sham and I played it. But I, I actually got to look. I don't know if any of the Kane and Lynch games have been done. I'm sure they have. I haven't thought to look for them, though. But I'm going to have to watch for that. Um, okay. Good question. By Darkwing. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Crazed547 on Twitter asks us, um, have you ever got hooked on getting achievements, and did it matter if they were achievements for Xbox or Steam or PS uh, PlayStation trophies? I only cared about the Xbox ones for a little while. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never really... Yeah, I never had an achievement. Steam finish. ones are fucking worthless. Yeah. Yeah, it's like your Steam level. And like the trading cards, don't you... Like when you make the badges, doesn't your level go up? Or... Uh yeah, so, yeah. That I might do, but I don't really see other people's levels that often. However, on PS4, uh, something about getting trophies and leveling up on there, like, 
compels me to play games, even though I understand that it's entirely pointless. But I just... It feels like it solidifies me as a gamer. So... Okay. <laughs> well, like, I know, again, this... I mean, Sark's not here to answer, but Sark, notorious for 100%ing and getting all achievements on a bunch of games. Not as much anymore, because he plays on PC a bunch, but... Um, I remember he... And I never... Yeah, I never had that, like, completionist idea. For me, a lot of, like, gaming was always, especially um, games that are, like, really story-driven and stuff like that. I... I even open-world stuff like GTA, trying to get a certain trophy or an achievement and doing the same thing over and over and over again. I guess I can see playing through the game and then doing it again and going through that grind, but playing through it the first time, to me, just, like, totally kills my momentum in games like that. Where Like, so that's what I would find, like... When I would try to get a really hard achievement and I would just do it over and over, I would eventually like lose interest because I'd be so focused on getting this one thing and then I maybe wouldn't even finish the game. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. so that like changing the way you play the game based yeah. around achievements, yeah, can sort of take the fun away from it. Exactly. So, but uh, oh, yeah, I feel like at the same time it. it can also like compel you, like Rogue yeah. Legacy. I mean, there's was, good. Uh... There are good and bad achievements. Yeah. 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 Like, there's some optional bosses in Rogue Legacy that are just insanely difficult to beat. And uh, when you look at the trophies on PS4, it tells you, like, the percentage of people who have played mm-hmm. the game and who have gotten the achievement. And it's like, man, I want to be one of the 0.04%, you know? But, I just uh, remember the orange box where it was 100 and they were all worth 5 points. <laughs> wow. For all 1,000. And they were all, like, varying difficulties, too. Like... Like the Gnome Chomsky achievement, bringing the Gnome through episode two, oh, yeah. Half-Life 2. That was only five? That was five points. Wow. Versus even something, st- like, I think there was probably one for, like, using the, like, throwing a, a, a saw blade or something, something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Gotcha. Frustrating. I so, think my friend won 100% of that, too, which is So Dex, uh, Dex actually did me a favor and looked up. If anybody has ever run Kane and Lynch Dead Men, and it happened last year, and is only one person that has done that, and it was an hour and fifty three minutes on the Xbox three sixty, so that sounds like that game is wide open to have some records broken. That's attainable, yeah. Holy you can, shit! Uh, under can like, grind that out under two hours. Oh, man, that's exciting. Um, sorry, Brad, did you go with uh, what you had speed run? Did I totally blank? Yeah, tenth prestige. Oh, okay. No, oh, a real okay. answer, you cuck. Give me a real answer. Okay, I, I actually really want to do... Um, I remember when I was used... I used to be into Gran Turismo on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and uh, some of those guys can do crazy just track times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kind of shit I'd want to get into. But I remember, that's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, cool. racing games too. That's a solid one. Yeah. Um, okay. Good that's answers. about it, though. All right. Um, all right, so this next, uh, this this next, uh, it's not really a question. Well, it is a question, but it also includes uh, some really cool information uh, from Justin Rend, or Rendy? Would you say Rendy? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I like think it. Rend. Rend. Okay, cool. Anyway, Justin uh, emailed us, and this is what he said. This is really cool. He said, "I want to thank the KB Mod podcast members." From the old ones to the newest for creating this community. I've been listening to the cast since it started, and at first I listened for the memes, dick jokes, never forget Alex, Alex's Dr. Ivory, and the Twitter questions. Hmm. I wasn't a PC gamer then, but this podcast got me interested in more than just games and a platform. It made me want to get into the industry, and KB Mod has provided chances for newcomers like myself to do so. Tired out of my fir- tired of my first job straight out of college, I wrote articles for KB Mod's 
community submission program on topics that I was interested in and knowledgeable uh, about. It was those articles that helped me land my dream job in the gaming industry to work at a gaming PR agency in San Francisco, which I'm starting this Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Congrats, man. Um, I have to thank Blacklight Attack for even mentioning the company, Triple Point PR, during an episode of the podcast. I wouldn't even have known about them otherwise. So shout out to Blah, no longer on the cast, but always in our hearts. Um, I have, have KBMod to thank for getting me interested in gaming as a profession and for helping to make it a reality. As a born and raised East Coast guy who's moved, who just moved 3,000 miles to work in gaming, something that many of the regular cast members can identify with, I want your advice. What should I, uh, what should I know as a newcomer to California slash San Francisco slash Weed! the gaming industry? Yes, I knew <laughs> what your answer was going to be, Nick. Um, so all, first of that all, is... Justin, that's fucking awesome. This is one oh, of the yeah, coolest emails we've is... ever gotten. Uh, you should definitely hit up Blacklight Attack and let him know that <laughs> him even mentioning that company got you interested and turned on to like probably turned on. That sounds weird, but to apply <laughs> there. But that's awesome, man. That's that's fantastic. That's an awesome story. Um, so congrats on your new gig. All right, so Nick, your advice is uh, be prepared for weed. California. Really. I mean, we'll have to be prepared for it, <laughs> but it is everywhere. But yes, um, I don't know. I wish he would have said how old he was. I'm not interested. He's probably in his maybe early twenties, maybe mid twenties. I'm not sure. So, in Hard there. to tell. He's moving there with his parents. Yeah, I mean, I can absolutely identify as that, especially when I got my job at Machinima years ago, and I did the same thing. I moved three thousand miles again. It wasn't San Francisco, but it was L.A. And honestly, those were the most formative years of my life. Like uh, that time that I spent in in california and um so just be open to like new experiences be like there's going to be awkward moments there's going to be a lot of adjustment like but um and try not to get try not to get too jaded i feel like uh (laughs) coming from the king of jaded sometimes i'm not super jaded i still keep a little bit of childlike enthusiasm but um the gaming industry can be uh can be can be pretty tough um once you start seeing like what goes on behind the scenes but I um I'm excited for you, man. I think um I think it's gonna be gonna be a really cool time. It would be awesome. I never got to live in San Francisco, but I visited a couple times and whew, beautiful, beautiful area. Um, I don't know. What about you, Nick? You moved. You moved across. You moved to, from Minnesota to California to work. That is where I moved from. I know a gaming job. So I'm not. I'm. I don't think you worked. You didn't move three thousand miles, but you moved quite a few. So you're <laughs> no, still yeah. Um. I don't know if you've never lived in a big city. It's gonna take a little bit to get used to it. Yeah. But okay. Uh, get ready for random smells of poop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hobos. Terrible That's a good point. Traffic. Hobos. I didn't even mention. But yeah, I mean, I know in San Francisco they have a lot of hobos too. But lots of hobos. terrible traffic. Just like traffic. Yeah. Just when you can walk around like downtown LA and it's like one street is perfectly fine and you like turn a corner, it's like it is urine. This yeah. is a urine smell, very strong one. We got some, we got some good ones from chat too. Seth saying, "Get to know public transit, especially in San Francisco. That makes a lot of sense." Yeah, um, use the Bart. Yeah, uh, but th- that's awesome, man. Katie Zen, I want to hear your advice. I mean, I know that you don't necessarily have oh, firsthand nice. experience, but uh, come on, hit him. With, give us some advice, hey. and Brad too. Brad, you got to give some advice. I want everybody to give give him some. Advice. Born and raised in Indiana. Yeah. So. Uh. Not really sure. I think uh, you've got some. You have to be prepared for the worst, like most things in life. Mm. It maybe you've got some preconceived notions about uh, people, 
Okay. From uh, depending on you know where you live now, if it's like if it's a lot more, if it's a lot slower, both uh, physically and mentally in the populace. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know what I even meant by that. I don't listen, know what just. <laughs> I'm just gonna say whatever bullshit I think of. Okay. Uh, well, that was be- you I'm, know what I you know what I think it's gonna resonate with him. I'm totally lost, but I I, I kind of get what you were saying. <laughs> Brad, anything to add to Katie's head? I think the only thing I hear about living in the Bay Area is people get stuck and, well, they feel like they're stuck and uh-huh. they're in one of the most well-developed and growing parts of the country. Mm. Just be just be flexible and, okay. and be willing to take risks and go try something new. That's good, though. But, I mean, already the fact like that you're PCP. moving. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> like PCP. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but like, honestly, like the fact that you're doing this and you're pursuing something that you're passionate about and you're moving 3000 miles, like all that's like, that's really, yeah. He's already taken a step where like some people are like, oh man, I couldn't even imagine moving 50 miles away from here, you know, my hometown, but he's already committing to moving across the country and doing something that's, that's huge. So exactly. So man, congrats on that. Really happy that, uh, KB mod was pretty instrumental and for you, you know, hearing about PC gaming and then wanting to pursue this and. That's awesome, dude. This is one of the coolest emails that we've ever gotten. So congrats again to you, Justin. I hope some of that advice was helpful. But anyway, you'll figure it out. I'm sure it's going to be good. Um, Learn to roll a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The realest advice. You they can actually, get. at the DMV, when you get your license, you have to roll a blunt in front of the lady. <laughs> for her. <laughs> so, true. so true. Yeah, for her. <laughs> she has to smoke it and judge it. And then yeah, she smokes you. it for quality. Is, does this burn evenly? Does it? What is, uh, did you put a little hash on top? What's going on? And we got any oils in here? <laughs> kind of concentrates you using on this. What is this? Is sativa, indica, hybrid. What are we working with? Mm, uh, no, these are. This isn't that fire. These are, we're just working with some mids. But I mean, the rolling technique is pretty all right. This, it's holding together solid. The uh, the papers aren't cheap. You clearly care about the quality of the blunt itself. But you, I mean. <sighs> You could really uh, improve in some areas in terms of like the quality, the quality uh, flower that you bring to the table. Wow, absolutely. So there you go. So just be prepared for that test because that can be pretty daunting. So, um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for your questions and, the, and that email. Of course, uh, we do have an iTunes podcast review of the week this week, but it's probably not one. Well, it's not one that I expected. So. Um, again, just real quick, Brandon's not here to give this whole spiel, but we ask if you're going to review the podcast. It's very easy to do. You have to have an iTunes account, which I know for some people that's difficult, but it's not hard. Sign up for it real quick. Apple's going to be blocking access to you using your camera phone anyway. Just submit to the I don't to see the how that's related at all. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if you're like, oh, I don't want to, like, Apple, like, just, just accept it. Just make an account, okay? Just do it. And review us and give us five stars, which is absolutely what we deserve. And then leave a review. It can be it can be directly related to the podcast. It can be sometimes they're questions. Sometimes they're just life stories. We have the Hodes family. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they did a bunch of different reviews. Um, and we also had a review last uh, – I think it was two or three weeks ago. I'm not sure. From uh, somebody called Definitely uh, Not Brandon. Or I'm sorry. I think it was Definitely Not Volition. I'm not sure exactly. It might have been definitely not Brandon. Definitely not Voltron. <laughs> yes. But they are back again this week, and we had commented on that, that review by Brandon uh, a couple weeks ago, the definitely not Brandon review, that there was some misspellings. Uh, remember, remember, guys? And we were like, that's probably not Brandon, right, if it's misspelled, because he would never let that fly. Um, so the title of this review is actually – it's called Correction, 
Of course, a five-star review. It is by definitely not Brandon. And from what I can tell, it simply corrects all of the uh, incorrectly spelled words from the previous review. So it has hello, sacrifice, uh, the use of its without a... um, Without an apostrophe, it's got intelligence, spelled correctly, sacrifice. I'm just going to put it into the chat, but all of them have basically asterisks next to them to show that they are now spelled correctly. So, hello, sacrifice, it's intelligence, sacrifice, with uh, with a star, and then it says corrected by VO2222ON. <laughs> so, he had it all right. He had it all right, um, but then kind of messed up at the end there. So... I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the commitment to this. Um, actually, going back and trying to kind of amend for for the misspellings and stuff like that of the previous review. Uh, I'm trying to see if I could put this into the chat, but it is an image. But um, thank you. So again, I, I do we think do we think this oh. is Brandon or no? <laughs> Sorry, I just vaped. <laughs> oh my god! How <laughs> okay. big of a cloud must have been huge. Well, what do we have to work with? The, we have evidence that it's definitely not Brandon. Yes, I mean it says in that. the title. Yeah, but uh, I don't think we could rule it out. Well, here's the thing: it's V O two 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 N O N. Yeah, exactly. Brandon's made it very clear before that there's a one instead of a two. Yeah, so I, yeah, this just doesn't seem. You know what? I'm I appreciate this person's commitment to the to the meme. I do um, that they actually came back and and did this, but this just doesn't. To me, this just doesn't reek of something that branded would actually oh actually no you know what i've done i've Uh-oh. i've said it was i've called that the vo two 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 O N. so now he's going to come back next week and correct yep. that yeah you're right it's just what have i done <laughs> well we'll see we'll see if he comes back but thank you for the five-star review definitely not brandon thank you for trying to correct uh your mistakes and um you know it's appreciated man uh so i think that's going to do it for episode 241 of the kb mod podcast we'll be back next week with more uh, delicious musings on probably food, because we love talking about food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our take on the news and gaming in general. But uh, we really appreciate you listening, and especially if you download the podcast and listen on, on Tuesdays or whenever it comes down to your device. I appreciate you. I don't judge you for not listening live. I've, Like I said before, I've atoned for my sins with that. And I love you just as much as uh, as our live viewers that are here. But if you want to catch the podcast live, obviously we go live on at 10 Eastern on Sundays uh, pretty much every week. And you can check that out on twitch.tv slash kbmod. Go to our website, kbmod.com. Check out uh, that preview of Lawbreakers that we were talking about previously. Also, build guides, which I'm being assured are coming back once there's actually places to buy the new NVIDIA video cards, correct? I think that's what Brandon was talking about last week. That is correct. Um, so, yeah, the build guides will come back once uh, they can actually you know figure out where where you can actually buy the cards um it was good having nick on uh blast from the past the vape lord himself hopefully we'll you know here's a build guide prayer a fucking xbox one slim bitch <laughs> damn <laughs> or an xbox one s is that what it's called i don't even remember I don't know. So oh, S. Oh. and also a shout out this is just this is if you have not watched all sham no wow's uh, e3 oh, oh yeah 2016 circus video. it's so fucking good this year yeah it's it's amazing. So check that check that video out. I'll sham no while on YouTube. Um, also watch uh, Summer Games Done Quick, which we yes. totally forgot we didn't, to mention. We didn't discuss, but yes, that has started as it does every year. So yeah, check that out. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Farewell. 
Oh God, I have, I wasn't re ready for Nicholas it. Nicholas Fenton is a charming young gay ass butterfly. What the? <laughs> Jesus did you have Christ, that? Was... Did you have that, that prepared? That threw me off. Oh man. Uh, wait, are, are we still going? Yeah, we're still live. We're still live. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>